My name is Brendan Michael Bigley. Hi, my name is Andrea. I don't have a middle name, Caproti. You know what's funny is what? um I when I got confirmed, I you have to get a confirmation name and I thought it would be really funny if my confirmation name was also Michael, so I would be Brendan Michael Michael Bigley. So what I'm saying is you can have the other Michael if you want it. Oh, sure. Yeah. So, okay. Let's do this again. Okay. Hi, my name is Brendan Michael Bigley. Hi, my name is Andrea Michael Caproti. <laughs> that felt <laughs> well, really good, actually. Yeah. I've never yeah. had a middle name. So yeah. Did it fill the empty void in your, in your soul? It filled part of it. <laughs> just, just a, a bit. little bit. <laughs> just, a, just a couple of milliliters just, just a of the bit. void. Yeah. Uh, hey, welcome to No Scripts at All. It's a podcast about Terrace House that exists. It exists. It exists. It, uh, it hibernated. Yeah, it's it's Monday, March 12, 2018, when we're <laughs> recording this. You are listening to an episode from Terrace House Aloha State. We're talking about mm-hmm. Terrace House Aloha State. We recorded the episodes that you're about to hear in November of 2017. We did, before yeah. I went to Japan and before our lives became ridiculously difficult. A nightmare hellscape. Yeah, basically. Yeah, so I guess um, just a quick explainer of what happened. Um, I worked on a, I started working on a secret project that I'm actually not allowed to talk about at all that maybe one day in my life I'll be able to talk about, but also maybe not. Hopefully someday. Also maybe not. I will say this. It's one of those things where when it comes across your desk and someone says, Hey, do you want to try and do this thing? It's one of those situations where you drop everything and you try and do it to the best of your ability. So I did that and I may or may not ever be able to speak about it. Yeah, so, and I'm very proud of you. Thank you. Uh, so there's that. Mm-hmm. Also, just I work for an app company and we launched uh, our biggest version of the app ever. You guys redesigned the app like seven times during these three months. Yeah, it's so. it's been uh, it's been a wild ride. And actually, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, it is now hosted on Anchor, which is the company that I work for. Uh, it's a podcasting company. Which actually means, I'm excited about this, you can uh, leave voice messages. You can actually, like... I'm so fucking hyped. Yeah, you can, like, call in and, like, ask us questions and stuff. We can I'm answer so them I'm so fucking pumped. I can't wait for show. people to fucking roast me. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting. So, voice messages are now open. You can go to anchor.fm slash NSAA, uh, and you can send us stuff if you want to, which is really wild. Please um, do. But anyway, that that's, uh, that's kind of what happened. Um, mm-hmm. Just, lives got real busy. Yep. And they're starting to settle down a little bit now, which means we can come back and do the show. Finish yep. Aloha State specifically. Yep. On uh, uh, on my end, I got a little busy, too, because I went to Japan. Mm-hmm. Then I got the flu and mm-hmm. then I just worked. That's it. I what got I got a litter robot. It's really good. What is that? It's a self-cleaning litter box. It looks like a fucking robot. It's like what? a circular thing. Does it freak the cat out? Fuck no. Oh, really? I mean, they seem interested. We're like, yeah. whenever it turns, we just look at it like, what the fuck is this? But They're like, oh, third cat. Yeah, but a third <laughs> round, very large and very quiet cat. That is always in the litter box. That is always eating my poop and piss. What the fuck? Incredible. Yeah. That being said, uh, we're back. Yeah, we're I'm back. very excited. Yeah, I'm also very excited. Okay, some things we have to address. We have to address some things. First of all, excuse how like rambly and weird this is. Uh, it's been a long time. But we're going to finish Aloha State. Yes. That is happening. So here's what's changing about No Script at All. On one hand, I think we're probably not going to continue with Boys and Girls in the City. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a couple episodes in. It's fun. It's, it's a fun one. But um, recording and editing two episodes a week is rough at the moment um yeah 
ATM. Yeah, it's just specifically like with the amount of time that has to go into watching the episodes like multiple times and taking notes on them and then like recording the show and then going and editing it and stuff like that and making all the art like it's kind of an intensive process and doing that twice a week is a lot so we're probably not going to do that that said we are going to be doing opening new doors opening new doors which starts tomorrow Drops in like three hours yeah as of our <laughs> time of recording this uh it starts tomorrow so you can get a head start on it you can watch it a lot you can watch i guess as much of it as they choose to drop all i, don't I know, know. And this is not a spoiler, I think, because they posted it on our Facebook group. Yeah. All I know is that for somebody snowboarding naked, and I'm very excited for whatever the fuck the context of that is. That's its own meat crime. And yeah. Oh no. (laughs) Um. It is. It is criminal, though. Don't do that. Yeah. Uh. So that's what's happening. What's cool about what we're doing, and uh, this is not an Anchor exclusive thing, but I'm excited because I, I wanted this to be a feature in Anchor. You can stay subscribed to just this same RSS feed that you're already subscribed yeah. to, and you will be able to get the episodes of us recapping opening new doors as they come out, um, yep. because we can now break the show into seasons on one RSS feed. That Fucking does mean revolutionary. Yes, uh, that does mean that the episodes of Boys and Girls in the City are going to disappear, which is a bummer. Um, yeah. I will maybe back those up and put them somewhere. I'm not really sure where yet, but they'll exist somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's what's happening. Uh, you're about to hear us talk about the just horrific, horrific shit that goes down with Sherry. I hope you're excited about that. It's been a long time. I know for a lot of you who've uh, listened, if you listened week to week, um, if you're just catching up and you're like, I just listened to the last episode because I just found you guys last week and I don't know what you're talking about. Welcome to the show. Nothing happened. Nothing Nothing happened happened at all. We definitely didn't disappear for multiple months. Thank you for your patience. That is yes. (laughs) Yes. For those of you who have stuck with us. Yeah. Thank you so much for real. Thank you. It's been crazy. I've been I've been going to cons. Um, I go to the anime conventions a lot as a guest, and I've been meeting some people that are like, "I love the podcast. Hope Brendan's okay." <laughs> no, <laughs> oh my god, we're coming back. Don't worry, he's fine. Yeah, I think. I yeah. Anecdotally, um, I as someone who's not going to conventions, um, I have just been keeping track of our download numbers over uh, the time that we've been gone, and they're still steadily increasing. That's fucking dope. Which thank is wild. you very much. So there are new people still like hopping on board. So thank you so much, everyone who's been listening. Yeah, um, that's awesome. And everyone at the Facebook group, I always check yes. everybody who adds, who gets added and stuff. So it's amazing. Okay, I think I think we get out of the way now. We let yep. the episode happen. We'll be back next week with more Terrace House. Aloha State. Of Aloha State. Rest in peace. Rest in pieces. It's one thing I've been watching Taishi's YouTube videos. He's never left. He has YouTube videos? Yeah, don't worry. I'll talk to you about this after the next episode. Let's go. Oh my god. All right. All right. <laughs> Bye everyone. Bye. What is the new thing? New food trend. I got a list and it's the first thing on the list that it says here from foodandwine.com is celery. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) The second thing is rum. What the fuck is wrong with you? Incredible. Oh, God. Delivery. God, these rich white people don't know what the fuck's going on in the world. Let's talk about this stupid episode. Thank you.
Hi, my name is Brenda Bigley. Hi, my name is Andrew Caprodi. And we're both already drunk. We're both. It's, it's just me, and I'm not. I'm not. It's, it's a fucking episode, though. Yeah. I will say, um, ahead of time, Andrew and I are both drinking rum and coke to not cope planned. with this episode. Yeah, not planned. It was very cute. Not planned. We both yeah. independently <laughs> <laughs> poured rum and cokes for ourselves. Mine, though, is a diet rum and coke, because I'm trying to watch that figure. Yeah. Not even. No. I ate like seven s'more cookies this morning for breakfast, so not even. Whoa. We're Jealous. Very good. It's the fucking it's the fucking season where every single person who like has a family bakes shit and brings oh, it yeah, into true. the office. So like oh. my ass is like I, I lost 20 pounds, mm-hmm. but I'm going to fucking win it back again because I'm going to go to Japan and eat everything, too. So. Oh, shit. Worth it. It's fine. That's a good point. Oh. <sighs> This episode of Terrace House Aloha State is called The Blues of Bruno Mars, and it's the worst thing I've ever seen. It's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. It was like actually physically painful. I watched it today during lunch. Mm-hmm. Didn't eat. <laughs> yeah. Understandable. I couldn't eat. It was it was actually I forget what episode we just we had this situation with where you were texting me like, holy shit, this is bad. And I was like, oh, you so haven't I'm- even gotten to the bad part yet. Yeah, I think it was the one right before. It was the one with the double date with uh Oh my god, that was the Taishi. last episode. Yeah. <laughs> we had the exact opposite thing where you had seen it already and I was watching the first, what was it, the scene where Chica goes uh, to meet up with her ex-husband and I was like, this is the worst thing of all time. And you were like, not even the bad part. <laughs> yeah. I was like, where are you? She's like, the Chica thing. And I was like, good luck. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. This episode, there's a lot that happens. I think... What might make the most sense for this episode is mm-hmm. to kind of just like maybe not go as in depth in like the play by play of what happened, yes. but more just like yes. talking about the things that happened. You know what I mean? Because I feel like there's so much to unpack that we kind of need to like fly through the actual happenings to get to like the talking about the happenings. Yeah, 100 percent, because I feel like if I go play by play, I might actually die and ascend to another plane of existence. Yeah. So like because it was so painful, for example, this first scene with Rio and Taishi in the living room, almost like completely inconsequential with the exception of Taishi just talking about like it's really frustrating to know that like I I really need to take this relationship or like this relationship that I'm trying to build with Chica very slowly, mm-hmm. even though Terrace House is going to end in a couple of weeks. Like they're aware yeah, of he that. Says that he, he knows when Terrace House is going to end at this point. Yeah, they're like the 28th. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. So like he he's well aware that there is a timetable that he has to work within. And it's like, how do I balance the fact that we're going to be apart after that? With, you know, being respectful of the shit that she's going through, which I think it's easy to dunk on him for that kind of stuff. But in this case, it kind of like I get where he's coming from. Yeah, it's scary as hell. Yeah. But yeah, he he literally says the thought of losing her scares me. Yeah, I I can see where the panel's coming from. They talk about it later where it's like he kind of gets into like dangerous territory with some of the stuff he says in that scene. But I do I do think that his heart is in the right place where it's like I'm trying to be mindful of the stuff that she's going through. Um, Yeah. So right after that, uh, Chica meets up with her friend Mariko, who is also named Mariko, uh, who we saw in the last episode on the beach. The uh, one who's dating Austin Bigelow. Austin Bigelow. All right. The man with the catchphrase in real life. All right. His fucking name is a catchphrase. Anyway, let's True. keep going. Yeah. Um. So Chica is basically just like catching Mariko up on everything that happened after the double date that they were on. Just kind of talking about like, yeah, so my ex-husband reached out to me. He said that he still loves me. He said, quote, please don't forget about me. 
Um, oh, oh, no. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know what to do. It feels weird, like trying to move on. Like she says, uh, quote, it feels wrong for me to be happy, which Mariko, to her credit, is immediately like, well, that's a fucked up thing. Well, for that's you to think. fucked yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry about that. And she's like, hey, honestly, it's possible that he is just unaware of how sending you those messages makes you feel like. Yeah. He's doing it as a what he thinks to be a grand romantic gesture, but really it just mm-hmm. like makes you feel like shit. Yeah, because uh, sometimes I do realize that not only men, but also women can just be idiots when it comes to shit like this. Everyone so. can be an Everyone is capable of being an idiot. Everyone is capable of just being so fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. So Mariko so. is just like, hey, why don't you two meet up and like you can tell him directly in person. Please stop sending me this stuff because it's really it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Which is good advice, I think. It's good advice, but I would never take it because I'm a weenie. <laughs> <laughs> Let me. So. <laughs> We cut to the intro after that. Let me tell you what went through my head. Yeah. There's no fucking way that I'm going to return on the to the show on the other side of this intro with a conversation between Chica and her ex-husband on camera. I thought the same thing. I thought that was never going to fucking happen. There's no way that that's a thing that they're going to do. But guess what? Tara's house always trying to subvert what you think is possible <laughs> for reality this television. Is- This is fucking wild. Netflix is an international service. Like, this is incredible. (laughs) So we talked about this in the last episode, but like the scene where Mariko is talking, sorry, where uh, where Chica is talking about getting hit up by her ex-husband and like just explaining that situation in the girls room was like very real and very sad and hard to watch. Oh, yeah, it sucked. This is like on a whole different level. (laughs) This This is taking like a very real very problematic situation and turning it into entertainment which i i feel really bad about i i felt bad watching it i felt like shitty there was literally a point where i was like i might just skip this scene because i think morally it's the correct thing to do to not watch this i fucking i was so embarrassed Mm -hmm. for like the dude yeah it's really yeah like it like you know like you know when, when some stuff happens and like it's a really shitty situation yeah but you know that, like, because this is recorded, mm-hmm. everyone is going to basically know, oh, that guy, his wife, his ex-wife was on Tara's house. So he came out at one point, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to take a while for that guy to live that gnarly scene down. Yeah, I I don't even know how to tackle talking about the actual specifics <sighs> of what happens here. Um, yeah, let's hey, let's let's try not to go specifics. That was what we said in the beginning. Yeah, there are a couple things that are maybe <laughs> worth touching on. For example, oh, the God. fact that the whole thing begins with him walking in and doing the uh, classic reach around her shoulder and tap the other shoulder from the side that he's on goof, um, yeah. which not the time or place. Not the time. Kind of cute, but not the time. I think he did it. I don't think he knew how angry she was. I think he got a completely wrong read on what he thought this was going to be like. Yes. And he was not ready for what the fuck it actually ended up happening. I'm taking yeah. my earrings off because this is all right. <laughs> That's going to fight. Yeah. He definitely, definitely, definitely walked in. I mean, he even says at a certain point, he's like, oh, I'm really glad. I was like really happy when you said you wanted to meet up in person. Because like, as far as he knows, he's been sending her all these messages like, I love you. I miss you. Our dog misses you. Like she didn't respond until she's like, hey, we should meet up in person. And he's maybe like, oh, maybe I broke Uh, through to her. This is it. Yeah. We're going to get back together now. And even in the panel, Trindle is like, I thought they were going to get back together. Trindle. Yeah. She's so optimistic. 
He's great. Good. Very, really quickly. Uh, mm-hmm. just a little fun little anecdote before we go into the pits of hell. Yeah. I watched like three, like I, I'm just, I'm watching Japanese media, like while I'm working just to kind of re- like help me remember like words and stuff. Mm. And because it's in a different language in the work that I do. So like, it helps me. Yeah. Uh, I watched like three, like illegally uploaded Japanese movies on YouTube today. Uh-huh. Two of them had Kentaro in it. One of them had you in it. Whoa. Not planned at all. It was just like, is that? Oh, it is. Wow. Oh, that, cool. That's weird. How were they? They were bad, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they're like romantic comedies. I'm not going in with the expectation that these are going to be good. Yeah, true. So, you know, but it was funny. It was just like, oh, okay. And then Trendle was on another one that was recommended to me. And I was like, all right. Yeah. These people are everywhere. Thank you for that small bit of light in this dark depraved pit that we found ourselves you're in. welcome let's fucking dive right in cannonball yeah so i think like the main thing that i i took away from this whole conversation is like this dude clearly is having a really hard time moving on and it seems like he's not even really trying yet yeah you know and, yeah. and she's very much on the opposite side i think she says at a certain point we're both standing i, I think she says we're both standing in different lives and she's just like dope. Yeah. What a good, <laughs> yeah. a good turn of phrase. Uh, she says, I don't want to look back. I just want to look forward. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- <laughs> this is when he drops what I thought was the greatest bombshell of all time in the middle of the scene. <laughs> where he's like, yeah, same. I also just want to look forward. But it's hard because uh, he's still living in their old house, quote, with Bruno Mars. <laughs> I had to pause. Me too. And go back. <laughs> yeah. And be like what yeah there was a woman furiously eating a slice of pizza next to me on the train and i and i paused and i looked directly at her and she looked back at me for a second awkward train <laughs> like moment. what but, the fuck yeah <laughs> i just needed to like make eye contact with a human to see if they saw what i saw which no one did oh my god i re- i really thought that he like lived with bruno Mar- like maybe bruno <laughs> mars had a house in hawaii me me too because the real context is also like fucking buck wild because they just fucking named their dog Bruno Mars. Right. Yeah. At the end of the day, they just named their dog Bruno Mars. Beautiful First dog, First name by the way. and last name. It's very cute. Yeah. I went on Instagram afterwards and looked at that dog. I know we're not supposed to. But yeah. I also did. So whatever. Cute dog. We're, we're yeah. getting towards the end. We can cheat at this point. Yeah. We can, we can cheat of it. Yeah. Bruno Mars is a good dog. <sighs> so. It's a good dog. They basically like end this whole thing agreeing that. Like she's going to go visit the dog sometimes. I don't really understand how this happened, to be totally I honest. Either. I don't really know like what the benefit is. Like they they seem to think that this is going to help both of them. Hey, it's it's hella not. Yeah. But that dog deserves to be like loved by everyone. Mm-hmm. And I just feel real bad for the dog, honestly. Yeah. Like Bruno Mars just wants to be loved. Mm-hmm. I've listened to his albums. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was my joke. He just wants some 24 carat. Loving magic. I was trying to see which of the words in that in that title I could replace with like kibble, <laughs> but it didn't work. <laughs> twenty four carrots magic. Tw- twenty four kibble magic. Are are carrots aller- are dogs allergic to carrots? I need to know real quick. Mm. Are dogs allergic? Hey Google, are dogs allergic to carrots? Did you hear what any of that? No. Uh, apparently, carrots are not known to be harmful to dogs. In fact, they're sometimes used. Uh, as sweeteners in in dog treats cool perfect so he can have the 24 carat 24 kibble carrots kibble carrots gold there's a joke in there yeah but let's just let's just move past it the fucking dog's named bruno mars that's the craziest thing yeah 
Like I'm not gonna name my cat Arnold Schwarzenegger. I could actually could. That's name a my really cat good Arnold name for your That's cat. That's a really good name. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Do you think the Do you think the problem is that Bruno Mars, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, why is that good, but Bruno Mars isn't? I don't know. But there is definitely something there, right? There is. Like, if you if you meet a really angry cat. And it's named Arnold Schwarzenegger. You're like, okay, yeah. yeah. You look at that dog, and like, what is it about that dog that you think that makes you Bruno think Mars. this is Bruno Mars? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I need to meet the dog. Hey, Chica, let me meet your dog. Mm. I think I'm it's having up. a hard time talking about this scene because it was just so sad, and I like, yeah. I like had to look away from it a lot, but I also had to watch it twice so I could take notes yeah. on it. But like, yeah. I th- there was like the whole thing. She's like, hey, I, I just want you to know that, like, it's not that I don't care about you at all. She says, uh, oh, I wrote this. Like, down. you'll always be a really well, important person. Yeah, to you'll me always in my life. be my something very important. That's never going to change. And he's like, thank you so much for saying that. It means so much. And then he's like, there, you know, we have so many good memories. Uh, and he like starts to go into his spiel. He's like, I still have your ring. It like sits next to my bed while I'm asleep. And I was like, this is fucking rough. Man. This is fu- this is very rough. Yeah. It it was uh, it was a lot to handle, honestly. It was, yeah, it it really was, and and I and I still feel bad having watched it, and even worse, talking about it now and like analyzing it, you know. But like, I hope that guy's okay. Mm-hmm. Like when he when he sat down with Chica, he said like something in Japanese, perfect Japanese. Oh, really? Yeah, he was like, it was perfect it was very good yeah pronunciation was like on point and i was like wow white boy can actually speak japanese that's cool yeah yeah i don't know what the fuck went on with him it he i just hope he he finds someone that will appreciate him and get another dog and call it pete wentz or something i don't know (laughs) keep thinking about that picture of of bruno mars looking at pete wentz in yes (laughs) it's It's really good (laughs) that's my favorite bruno mars thing wow i feel like there's there is something to the idea of like a red string board of all of the strange references that we've made on this show, because I think we've referenced Pete Wentz in the past. We have because of the third property, <laughs> property brother. brother. <laughs> I know. I remember this because I was yes. telling my boyfriend about the third one recently because mm. yeah. he didn't know. Yeah. I mean. It's a good thing to to share that information with people. It is. There's a third property. Everyone brother. needs to know. Everyone does need to know. God, this this it sucked. And I hope he's I hope that guy's doing okay. Yeah. Um, not For the real. third property brother. We're talking about Chica's ex husband. I mean, I and hope then, that the third property brother is doing okay. Me too. And then he she starts starts reading his letter, his card. Right next to the garbage. Right next to the garbage, and I thought she was gonna throw it away. I thought she was just gonna fucking dump it. (laughs) Me, oh my god! I was like, no, she can't do that. That's too mean. They do like a close up, and I wasn't able to read it because I was at work. Yeah, I had had a similar situation with that card that I did when uh, Sherry showed the picture of uh, the Russian guy, and I was like amazed (laughs) that they just had a fucking like they just showed this guy's face. I was like, are you really just doing a close up on this card right now? I saw someone on the subreddit posted a screen cap of it, like oh, like no. a high res one, but I did not read it. Oh no, I'm gonna have to look that up. <laughs> oh shit! I did notice it looked like they he outlined the paw print of Bruno Mars in the card, though. Oh, there's a there's a part of me, cute. and I I don't want to like dive too deep into it, but there's a part of me that has like a hang up about it because 
like using the dog in that way feels manipulative. Oh, yeah. In a way that I I find gross. But I also like I don't know enough about the situation to really say anything yeah. about it. Yeah. That's the only thing that I, yeah. I feel like uh, that's kind of weird. But I mean, also, he's in a emotionally distressed situation. Like, who knows yeah. where anyone is coming from here? Because we no, really think, know nothing. Yeah. Like, it, it's fucked up that he's using that as like as like basically like a way to get to her or like get her to to notice him. Yeah. And his messages. Right. But it's also it's also kind of it's very fucked up. Yeah. But I also just want him to get better. Like he go get go to some therapy, man. Therapy's really good. Therapy is good. Get a cat. Cats are great. You know, a cat that likes dogs. A cat that Hopefully likes Bruno dogs. Mars likes Hopefully. cats. Yeah, man. Fuck, dude. Should we keep going? Let's keep going. So there's like some fallout from this. Not fallout, but like there, there are a bunch of scenes that happen because of that scene. So Chica shows up. She comes back home. Just a quick thing. Quick note. Don't know why this is important, really, but I feel like it is uh, in my brain, my strange brain that watches the show as often as we do. How often have we actually seen the living room on Aloha State? I feel like we don't see it anymore. Like nobody hangs out in the living room. We hardly. Yeah. People hardly ever show up on the living room anymore. And not only that, but there's that room behind the living room. You know what I mean? There's that shot of the living room and then there's like the weird corner room. That's like there's the two hallways and there's the corner room behind the living room. Yeah, I remember one conversation where Yuya talked to I don't even remember who in that room. And like, that's the only time I've ever seen people sit in there. So anyway, Chika comes back and uh, Rio is like studying or doing something. And she's like, hey, where's Taichi? He's like, Taichi's asleep. Chika does the classic Terrace House move, which is wake somebody up when you want to talk to them about something. Busts into the boys room, wakes Taichi up and basically just recounts everything that she just talked to her ex-husband about all of it and she's like hey you might be wondering why i told you all of that uh she's like i trust you a lot i'm considering us as a potential thing and she she jokes she's like i know that you're also maybe considering us and he starts laughing because he's like yeah i'm like obsessive the the main takeaway is like hey dude you're very into me you should know that there's some stuff that comes along with a relationship if we were to ever be in one and you should just like know all of that up front, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he says nothing this whole time throughout all of this until the very end. And he just says the word OK and has like a big <laughs> grin on his face. And she's like, all right, well, I'm out. And then she leaves and he's sitting there and there's like this long shot of Taishi where he like exhales deeply and then his eyes get super wide and it just looks like he went through and saw some shit. Oh, 100 <laughs> um, percent. I like that scene a lot, though. I like it, too, because I mean, like it's we see the reason why Chica was being a little distant Mm -hmm. for a while. Yeah. And we kind of see her like work through it, like in that scene. Yeah. And then we get to see fucking fucking Taiji also go through everything. Yeah. Because afterwards, like when he's talking to the dudes, he just starts crying. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And he's like, I was so afraid of what was going to happen. Yes. Yeah. So. Uh, Rio comes in to talk to Taichi about that conversation and he starts crying immediately. And Rio's like, oh. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, God bless him, honestly. And, and Taichi's just like, I was so freaked out about what she was going to say. Like, what what was what was the thing that she was going to talk about? And uh, Rio brings up probably the best and only point you could bring up about this, which is like, the fact that she told you all of that is indicative of how much she's thinking about you and 
thinking about like her life and what her life would be like if it was with you, which is, I think, a really good takeaway. Rio is I'm coming around on Rio. Yeah, he only has a couple lines. But when he when he's not just out doing his literal fucking job, like when we're not just like seeing him out at stores doing. Yeah, work, where we're not where we're not seeing him get a promotion on TV. Yeah, um, he is providing some really good advice. Like, I think it was in the last episode that he was like, hey, Taishi, maybe slow your roll. And Taishi was like, nope, not going to do that. But like, good advice, Rio. Um, yeah, good advice, but also no. Yeah. So Chico also talks to Sherry and Mariko about it. and. This, I think, is a really kind of important scene. Oh, yeah. So she's just kind of like explaining the whole situation. Mariko, again, uh, kind of like Rio, is this person who I feel like has just been giving like good advice nugget after good advice nugget left and right. That's like her whole vibe right now. And she's like, hey, are you going to move on to Taishi now that this is like settled down a bit? Like now that you've kind of figured out what's going on. Yeah, now that you have closure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what's what's the move? And uh, Chica's like, I, I'm not super sure. She, I think she says something along the lines of like, I think about him all the time and I think he's a pretty nice guy. But I also think that the distance would be a problem, I guess, because Taishi's from L.A., right? Yeah. Like, Taishi's going to go back to L.A. Chica's going to have to stay in Hawaii. Like, that's going to be a problem. So she's just not very into it. And this is why I think this scene is really important, because Sherry immediately, as soon as Chica says, like, I'm not sure about the distance, Sherry is like, oh, yeah, you guys shouldn't get together then. If you think the long distance can be a problem, then don't go out with them. And then Mariko, I think, just does like one of those like, "Uh uh-huh, like one of those like, I'm just going to agree with you because it's going to be awkward to like say what the fuck you're talking about like in this situation. To say like, calm down. Yeah. Um, there are things that we that people can deal with. Mm-hmm. Now, people are adults, but I think before we get into all the stuff that happens regarding and with Sherry, we should probably caveat all of this by saying, like, we are at the whim of what the producers are choosing to show us. Yeah. Um, yeah. Andrea and I have not seen the next couple episodes of Aloha State yet. We don't know how no. all of this shakes out. No. In this episode, it is very clearly implied that sherry is a bad person um yeah everyone in the house thinks that the producers very clearly seem to think that the panel outwardly says that that seems to be the vibe and if that is the vibe and if that is actually how all of this shakes out this is i think a pretty good indicator of that but i i I think that that now i'm starting to say this out loud i feel like that's the kind of thing that maybe we should talk about in like the recap of the whole season yeah if we end up doing that like i I think i think sherry's arc is really interesting if it ends with this like flaming wreckage (laughs) the way the way it seems like it's building up to you know yeah because we really we really kind of don't have context of everything even at the end of this episode like some shit goes down Mm -hmm. that we don't know yeah what actually happens so what we do know now is that Sherry is in two situations in which she said something and someone else says differently about the thing that yeah. she said. So yeah. there's the obvious thing with Mariko at the end, which is going to become the big plot point of the next episode, I'm sure. Right. It's like the intervention. Yeah, 100 percent. I think we're going to like all sit down and like gang up on her mm-hmm. or like try and talk to her. Yeah. I think she's going to get really defensive. That's yeah. I already I already kind of I've I've lived with shitty roommates. I kind of know. That's oh, yeah. No, happen. I. I yeah. Have, 
been in those situations too. That's definitely how that's going to shake out. But there's also the situation with Eric because we we end up meeting up with oh yeah. Eric later, and we hear his side of what happened between the two of them, mm-hmm. and that is now a situation which we, the audience, have heard two sides of a story about what happened. You know, or about yeah. about Sherry saying something that may or may not be true, and we don't know. So we're now yeah. we're now presented as as viewers with two situations in which Sherry may or may not have lied, and. What is it, Occam's Razor? The more that continues to happen, the less likely it is that everyone else is lying and and not yeah. the one person. Yeah, I don't know if that's Occam's Razor. I'm not smart enough to know what that is. I think but... that means that the the most likely solution is probably the correct one. Yeah, I mean, if 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 everyone else is having problems mm-hmm. around you, yes, because of you, yeah, you're the problem. Yeah, you're the problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, it's one thing to like to be like, okay, well, there are some things that I can't really control. Mm -hmm. But if the thing that you can't really control is yourself, calm down. Right. That's not being an adult. Yeah, exactly. That's a very nice way to put what I think is going to end up happening to Sherry. (laughs) Yeah. But I I think, you know, if we're to go down this rabbit hole of like, maybe Sherry is kind of an inconsiderate, rude person, this moment when she says like, Oh, yeah. Fuck Taichi. If you don't think the long distance thing is is good is I think it, it's more indicative of like a larger thing about her potentially. Yeah, 100 um, percent. But we'll, ha- we'll have to see. I mean, there's really no way of knowing. And uh, I don't know. We have a lot more stuff to cover about <laughs> Sherry anyway. So, um, yeah, let's do it. Next let's scene. Let's go. We see Wes as he's figuring out uh, a new music video. <sighs> OK, yeah. Really interesting moment. For two reasons. One, it's like it's bizarre. It's like otherworldly. There are two things that happen in this that I really love. One is that the background music, it's like a Bernie Sanders, like elect Bernie Sanders song. Is that what it was? Yeah, about like about like you signing up for me the, about it. Yeah, it's like sign and up for the political like, revolution and elect Bernie Sanders. And I was like, I don't. What the song is about. I don't remember. I don't remember anything about the song because I think I was so freaked out by the the way this episode was like derailing itself. Yeah. That I didn't realize that we were being pushed liberal propaganda <laughs> via Netflix. I just love I love that this like 2017 post 2016 election <laughs> television program <laughs> like, has an elect Bernie Sanders song in the background like this. This this probably happened like in June of this year. Right. Yeah. Already a whole year too late. It's a whole year too late. God, I wish. I wish that was me. <laughs> well, what you're saying about like the show is the episode is derailing itself. Like this moment, I was like, oh, this is like a normal scene. It's just like Wes out doing his his own thing. And then all of a sudden I heard someone somewhere in the scene say the word Bernie Sanders. And I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and I went God, back a couple I seconds. I need to go back and listen to this. Yeah. And I went back a couple seconds and I was like, oh, my God, that was the music. That's the song that's playing in the background. Oh. So my friend has a Google Pixel 2 mm. and the Google Pixel 2 has this thing where like you'll be anywhere and it'll always be listening. So it, 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 like if you hit the, the lock screen, it'll tell you like, oh, you have one, too. Yep. Yeah. It'll like tell you passively like what the music that you're listening to is. Yeah. It freaked me the fuck out when it first happened. Mm-hmm. I was like, how does it know that we're listening to K-pop? Yeah, it's it's Shazamming 24-7. That's bad. Okay. <laughs> I can just see that happening, and like you're watching this, this show, mm-hmm. and then you look down, and it's like elect Bernie Sanders, elect Bernie Sanders, yeah, and you're like, oh, 
oh, oh, oh no. What? <laughs> so that that's the first thing that happens in the scene. The second thing is uh so Wes is like kind of pitching his his concept for a music video that he wants to do, I guess, to a director. And the director is like, so is there a female talent that uh, you're thinking about working with? And Wes just points at the girl who's sitting directly next to the dude. And he turns to his right and he goes, oh, this is her. He's been sitting next to her for question mark amount of time. What the fuck? Good moment. So very good. But also say hello to everyone who, <laughs> who you're sitting down for a meeting with. That's true. I guess. Yeah, it kind of. It's on everyone there, right? To not yeah. introduce themselves. Yeah, it is kind of on everyone. And also I've had that weird thing where like if you're a woman in like a meeting with a bunch of dudes, sometimes the dudes won't introduce themselves to you because you have to do the first move, which I think is bullshit. You know, yeah, it happens sometimes. Mm. But now I just don't say hello to anyone. Yeah, fuck everyone. That's just how I deal with it. Wear blinders, put headphones in. Yeah, 100%. That's how I live my life. Yeah. So... The next scene is fucked up, too. Well, actually, the next scene isn't fucked up until you look at it through a different lens later, which I'll get into. But everyone except Chica is hanging out in the, in the dining area. They're all like on the floor. Don't know why, but they're on the floor. And uh, yeah. Sherry kind of kicks this whole thing off saying, oh, hey, Wes, Mariko uh, wants to ask you something, which is like a very high school thing to do. I felt. Um, yeah, I don't think I don't think they, they meant it that way. But well, Mariko. Yeah. It, well, the Sherry angle, because I don't think Mariko was planning on doing this uh, in this way, at least. But Sherry kind of like forced her to do it in public in front of everyone else, which um, it just reminded me a lot of high school. God, that's right. Personally. It was Sherry. For some reason, I, I was thinking that it was Chica that said it. No, no, Chica's not there. God, that's fucked up. Yeah, just kidding. That's fucked up. Yeah. So Mariko is uh, super embarrassed, but she's like, hey, Wes, do you want to go out for drinks? And Wes is kind of like surprised. Uh, a little bit. He Wes has a very like stoic vibe in this entire episode. Um, yeah. But he says, yes, he's like, oh, he um, I, I think the panel like kind of shits on him a little bit later. They're like, oh, he should have acted like more excited about the date. Yeah, he kind of I, I agree. He kind of should have. Oh, really? I think so, too, because like she was clearly like like acting super cute and like trying yeah, to like, it like was. she was clearly embarrassed. Yeah. And he was he was kind of like getting no reaction from him. Okay. So then she was like, ah, it, bye. I'll say two things. One, she was very cute. Agreed. Uh, yeah. In that scene, like that was a really nice moment. Two, go back and watch that scene again because there's depth. So two, there's kind of a lot of time I think that's cut out in between her yeah. initially asking him out and his response. But also. I, I watched this the first time and I was like, yeah, he didn't react at all. And I kind of agreed to the panel going back to rewatch it to take notes. When he asks where she wants to go, he actually does look like engaged and interested in going out okay, with her. Yeah. I think he's just like such a fucking low key dude. I think I think where I was at, too. Yeah. Like, I, I, I always kind of he always kind of talks with like a lisp and like really low, you know, mm -hmm. he has like the equivalent in Japanese, I think, of like a like I'm from California, you know, mm. So like, yeah, get on the 45. I've, I've been to L.A. once and it was hell. Um, <laughs> so I don't know anything about that. But yeah. just the California sketch, mm -hmm. the Californian sketch from SNL. Yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll rewatch it and see. But I think that might have just been it. Yeah. Like, again, we don't see that chunk of time that happens. So, right. yeah, I'm I don't know. I think I, I just what was that like two episodes ago. I just shit all over Wes. And now I guess I'm a West apologist, but I mean, whatever. I mean, people can change. Yeah. No fucking rules on this show. No rules. Just right. No scripts either. No scripts. No rules. 
Mm-hmm. Anyway, so uh, anyway, she asks him out and he says yes. And then they're going to go to an outdoor bar or at least that's it's the cute. plan. Yeah, it's pretty cute. So after he says yes, uh, Mariko tries to change the subject because she's super embarrassed, clearly. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, hey, Taishi, you're turning 30 soon. And Sherry is like, oh, yeah, love to die for before you turn 30. That was the plan, right? And uh, he is like, oh, God, yeah, I guess like I guess that's coming up. And she's like, well, at least you're like getting close to something. And uh, everyone starts laughing. And Taishi's like, I don't know what we're laughing about. And he's laughing, too. And it's like <laughs> just a really it's strange. Very moment. good. <laughs> and uh, Mariko and Sherry end up just like getting up to leave after that. And uh, Rio <laughs> This, this, I don't. This is the moment that made me really like Rio a lot. But he yeah. whisp, he whispers to Taishi, "He's like, oh, you should ask her out on the beach." He's like shipping right before them. your birthday. <laughs> he's shipping them. He's literally shipping them in real life. It's so good. Like, I think Rio Rio took the place of what Mila was. Yes. Like he's he's just here. He's he knows that there's like three weeks left. Mm-hmm. Like fuck it. He's just like, like I came here, here to do a job. Yeah, all these chicks, like, I'm not going to end up falling in love with anyone. Me and Wes are just here. Mm-hmm. Um, We're just yeah. hanging out. Yeah, I'm just hanging out. I'm just doing my job and trying to influence the show as much as I possibly can. And also get shirts. <laughs> yeah. So good. So good moment. And uh, right after that, we cut to Rio, Wes, Taishi, Eric, Martha, and Arman meeting I up for dinner and drinks. Yeah. Yeah. So it immediately starts with Taishi asking Eric what happened between him and Sherry, because Taishi's like, we only heard Sherry's side of the story. We don't know what happened on your end. And uh, Eric's like, "Okay, well, first, I want to know what you heard. So he kind of recounts everything that we've talked about on this show, because we were just kind of taking that at face value, I think, also um, as as viewers, not realizing that there might be two sides of the story even. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, Eric is like. Oh, all right. Well, here's what actually happened is that we went out for drinks that one night and then we went home and then we texted a little bit the next day and then she just stopped talking to me. And that was it. She just ghosted him, dude. He's like, I heard she was going out with some other guy. You just said that she's seen the Russian guy now. So I guess that's what happened. And he was like, I was bummed about it. And I guess it's fine now. Like, I whatever. And uh, we cut. I th- I think there's a big time jump that happens here because Taishi looks significantly drunker Taishi's when I come back so to red. him. Yeah. He's very red. <laughs> um, but he starts talking about like how Sherry's a hypocrite for calling him out for the whole uh, what was it Nikki and Anna thing? Yeah, right? it, was it was Nikki, Nikki and Anna. Anna thing. Yeah, yeah, and like how he wasn't upfront with them about uh, his feelings, and how he was moving on to other people and. Sherry also was included in that, but she called him out for it. And he's like, she's doing the exact same thing. Like she she I'm sitting next to a human being that she did the same thing to. uh, And that's fucked up. And he's like, I just don't think that she respects people. And everyone is kind of like, yep, she doesn't respect people. And then he says, I think she's a weak person. And Martha, Martha says something along the lines of like people who are that loud and aggressive tend to be insecure. Insecure. Yeah. Yeah. Which Um, is like, oh, Martha. Martha was the only girl at that table. She was like, I'm yeah. here for, to be the female perspective. Hot take. Yeah. And she, she was a very good hot take. Yeah. Um, God. And uh, yeah, it ends up turning into this dinner where everyone is just shitting on Sherry the whole time. Yeah. Which again, like I, she can ghost him. Like it's okay. It's, it's fucked up. Mm-hmm. But like she's an adult and she can do it. Yeah. It's just the fact that she did so in such a, on such a public forum that everybody knows everybody else's shit. 100%. Yeah. That's like 
like pe- people are people are going to end up realizing that that was a really mean thing to do. Yeah, I I'm wrestling with thinking that that's a really shitty thing to do if it's true if eric's side of the story is true yeah yeah, because we don't i don't believe anyone so yeah i don't believe anyone anymore i kind of did until recently um yeah but if eric's side of the story is true i'm kind of wrestling with like okay like ghosting people is just a thing that happens in 2017 like that's a normal thing yeah um doing it to someone who is publicly on a television program like you were both on the same show you lived in the same house technically not at the same time but you lived in the same house Mm -hmm. you guys have very very many mutual friends yeah exactly uh and also you made a very public declaration that not being open about your feelings with someone else when you've moved on to someone else is a problem and then going and doing that exact thing yeah is not great i no. i feel i feel very bad about that personally i feel like I, that's I where like i feel like that's where a lot of my like conflicting mm-hmm. my conflict is coming from yeah it's not from the fact that she's like ghosting this dude because she totally can it's just coming from the fact that like she made a big deal and called out a guy for like not being not being honest to like these girls that he wasn't seriously pursuing Mm -hmm. well i don't know that's kind of it's kind of not the point though well two things one i think it was Uh deserved in taishi's case yeah and at at least i felt it was deserved in taishi's case because he no i did too he was being shitty at the time i yeah I, I feel like if it was deserved on Taishi's end, then it must be equally deserved on Sherry's end. Yes, exactly. The more I think about it. Yeah. So it's like the, what I was going with was like she made a big deal about this. Yeah. That someone else did to her and all these other people. Yeah. But like then if that happens, then she is going to be hypocritical if she doesn't get like if she doesn't also get outed for like doing the same thing to other people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like you can't be like, oh, everyone else does it is fucked up, but if I do it, it's okay. Like that's like a really like very entitled and like very fucked up thing to think. Yeah. And that that's kind so. of the um that's that's kind of the MO of the whole conversation that they have, right? Yeah. It's like Sherry looks down on other people. Yeah. She has this vibe where she just thinks that she's better than everyone else. And like we hear about it constantly. Um, and it seems like everyone at the table agrees. Like even Rio, who's only been there for a little bit, is like <laughs> nodding his head in agreement at this. Yeah. Um, so I think like and we obviously hear about it again a little bit later, but it seems like everyone's been touched by this part of Sherry that is like very negative in some way, which is a bummer. It sucks. Should we move on? Let's move on. So uh, the only thing worth mentioning in this panel is that they're very excited to see Mariko's date with Wes. Oh, my God. (laughs) Because they think that's what's coming next. Yeah. Woof. Yeah. (laughs) I thought so, too. I I thought so. Three. Oh, no. So someone says it was sort of a complaint fest against Cherry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We come back from the panel and Mariko is sitting by herself in the dining room. She looks very sad. Um, God, this part sucks. Yeah, it really does. And Chica gathers everyone except Sherry at the table. I guess Sherry's out doing something. Chica's basically like, okay, so I noticed recently that Mariko's been really sad. So I asked her about it. And as soon as she gets that far, Mariko's like, I'm out. I'm out. I don't want to. This is embarrassing as hell. Yeah. She's like, I can't have this conversation. I'm out. Yeah. Uh, it it is worth noting. I I think um I think she likes Wes a lot. I think she yeah. has like a pretty hardcore crush on the dude because as mm-hmm. soon as he walks in, she like angles herself away from him. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah. Um, although it might just be like, oh, this is the this is the dude think, that hates me. So like. Yeah, I think I think she's just hella uncomfortable. Yeah. 
Like, it just seemed like she looked really uncomfortable. Yeah. Do you think that she has a crush on him or do you think she really just wants to, like, become friends with him to find out why he hates her or, like, to try and change that? Like, what do you think is going through her head? I think she has a crush on him because I think when we saw her act him out earlier. Yes. Like, that seemed really genuine. Yeah, I agree. And I'm pretty sure that the whole thing that's going to happen now. Mm hmm. That situation that they're like discussing happened after she asked them out. Yeah. So she seemed really stoked. She seemed like maybe she wasn't like, oh, this isn't this isn't my love to die for. Yeah. But he seems cool, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Okay, so actually then let's let's just run through this scene real quick. Let's go. So I can I put together a timetable of events. (gasps) Oh, shit. We have that fucking red string. (laughs) I got the red string out. It's up on the wall. Mariko gets up and leaves. Uh. And Sheikah starts to kind of get into the whole situation. She explains everything. Uh, She's like, so we heard, as in me and Mariko, heard from Sherry that Wes, quote, hates Mariko. So fucked up. Yeah. The reason that Mariko asked Wes out is what this is what Sheikah says uh, was to try and bridge that gap between the two of them. And like she wants to become friends with him. She wants to get closer to him. And like as soon as this happens, you can hear Mariko sobbing in the hallway, like in the That's background. So it sucks, dude. Yeah. Chica is like, so Wes, I have a question to ask you. What did you say to Sherry? Like, what did you actually say to her? And Wes is like, I never said that I hated her. He does admit that, quote, there are some parts of her personality that he doesn't know how to deal with. Which, like, is kind of mean. <laughs> It is kind of mean. (laughs) She's been here for like what a day. Yeah, this was apparently very early on. This was like apparently like right when she moved in, which I think that it was probably attributed to the fact that she made him take his sunglasses off. And I'm sure that rubbed him the wrong way. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I could. I could hear my cat. First of all, I could see a situation in which like if I was wearing sunglasses inside and someone told me to take them off. I might be like, oh, that that sucked. But also then like 15 seconds later, I'd be like, well, actually, I sucked. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't know if Wes has that kind of I don't know. But also they live in Hawaii in a big house with big open windows. I don't know. It was sunny in there. It was sunny in there. Yeah. (laughs) Like guy used to do it, too. But that's because good guy was high as shit. But like, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. he needed to. He needs to hide it anyway. So we, we, we can wrap back around to that. But anyway, Mariko, Mariko comes in right after that. And she's like, probably some of my favorite lines, maybe in all of Aloha State. She walks in and like tears running down her face. And she's like, I'm sorry. Someone please make me laugh. Say something weird. I, I've, I've said that exact same thing. Yeah. Ugh. Like when something really bums me out, I'm like, please, someone just show me show me like a funny meme or something like <laughs> I need to get back up on my two feet. Yeah, that was a very good moment. That was, that was really good. I like her a lot, honestly. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm too. I. I feel bad that I said that she was probably going to be inconsequential because I said that. <laughs> I mean, there's also like three episodes left, so yeah. Um, and also I think she's great, and I wish that there was more of her. Anyway, so she's like, "Hey, I know Wes that you and I are like very different people, but I really wanted to be friends with you. Like that was the whole plan." Uh, and Wes says again, this time directly to her because she wasn't in the room the first time. Like, I never said that I hated you. That is not a thing that I said. Yeah. And Mariko is like, you know, hate is a really strong word. I would never say that. Like, even in English, hate is a really strong word. I think she says she's like, Sherry told me that she was going to become, quote, the bad guy for telling Mariko 
what Wes said and that Wes would, quote, hate her more if she canceled the plans to go out on the date, because apparently what Sherry told her was Wes probably doesn't want to go on the date with you because he oh, hates you. And then Mariko's thought process, if you were to hear that in real life, would be like, OK, well, I'm not going to go on this date then with someone who doesn't want to go out on this date with me. Uh, and then Sherry followed that up by saying he's going to hate you more, which is brutal. This person sucks. Yeah. God. So Taishi is like, hey, you're not the only person that Sherry has made feel this way. She's done that to all of us, and none of us have really said or done anything about it. And we should probably finally do something about it. And everyone in everyone in the room is like, yes, we should. Like, this is a problem. Because they're just trying to figure out, like, apparently Mariko is the closest to Sherry of anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, okay, if she's doing this level of terrible shit to you, then, like, there's really a problem here. Because you two were supposed to be the closest, but here you are sobbing in the dining room. Because of something she said that was clearly a lie. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's where we leave off the episode, implying that the next one is going to start with some kind of intervention or something. So let me let me run through this timetable real quick. Okay. And then we can like kind of wrap back around. I got my got my notebook on. Oh, come on. Let's go. Apparently sometime early on, as soon as Mariko shows up, Sherry and Wes have some kind of conversation where Mm -hmm. my assumption is he says she's not really my type or like, I'm not really into her. Sherry blows that out of proportion, I think is what happens. But anyway, so a couple of weeks go by Mariko over this time develops like this crush on Wes. Yeah. And probably is like off camera talking to uh, Sherry, Sherry and Chica about it, like a whole bunch. Yeah. I think Sherry in like a classic, again, high school move eggs Mariko on in front of everyone, basically pressuring, pressuring her to ask him out in front of, in front everyone of everyone. In the house. So he says, yes. And then they're probably talking about it again in the girls room like later that day or something, which is when like after all of this, after after she was on on the date, pushed it. Right. Sherry is like, oh, hey, also Wes told me that he hates you and he probably doesn't want to go on the date. And Mariko's like, well, I'm not going to go on the date then. And then Sherry's like, oh, he's going to hate you more if you cancel. That's I that's I think like a pretty that I think is what happened. I think so, too. In order. Yeah. If if everything that everyone is saying is true, the big like linchpin or the big like keystone in this whole thing is that Wes is telling the truth. Yeah. Like it's either Wes or it's Sherry. Yeah. Well, but but with everything that's happened, like those are the two that are like kind of like the ones that I least believe in this house. Mm -hmm. But Sherry's the one that like based on how this episode has been edited one. Yeah. And like based on other stuff that's happened in the house, I least believe. Yeah. Man, it's. I just don't think they're good people, both of them. Mm. Sorry if you guys listen to this podcast. <laughs> it's just, it sucks. Yeah, I I don't even know what to think about all this, yeah. honestly. I think we really need to, like, see the next episode to see what happens. Yeah, I, I kind of feel that way, too. Like, because this really feels like a situation in which... I gotta hear the, what the fuck Cher- Sherry has to say. Yeah, like, how how can we really definitively say anything without knowing what happens next in this situation yeah it's it's almost reinforcing the idea in my head that like i think for the next season of terrace house we should probably watch whatever is released before we start talking about it yeah i mean we should just ask people and see what they what they think about it yeah hey if you're listening to this and you're okay with the idea of us watching like a whole part as it drops and then talking about it that way let us know because that's the thing we're toying with for the next season Mm -hmm. um yeah but anyway, I, I think 
a thing that does not help Wes at all in like my believing of Wes is how low key his responses are. Yeah. To the accusations that he said that. It's also right? like everything. Yeah. I think that both sides are a little bit fucked up, but at least he is like he's like I told Sherry that like I I don't I I can't get along with her on a on like a very uh I don't like know, a on personality like a, level yeah yeah like yeah we have like opposite personalities just like I could totally see right yeah like at least he's open enough to say that mm-hmm. and if he's open enough to say that then it makes me think that that is probably all he said. I can see a situation in which he says something like that and Sherry decides to relay that to Mariko as, hey, Wes told me he hates you. Yeah, I can totally see that, too. Like a fucked up game of telephone that gets ruined after one person. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Is there anything else you want to say about it? I mean, it's I, I just don't know. Next episode is going to suck. <laughs> yeah, I am. I like no joke. I know I say this every every week, but I really am doing it this week. I'm going to watch it immediately as soon as we're yeah, done. Yeah, I think this I episode. am, too. I just I got to know. Yeah, I need the context of like what the fuck is going on. I'm a little hesitant to like put blame on Sherry mm-hmm. before we like see what what her defense is, I guess. But like at yeah. the same time, it's like, well, I don't know what she can say to make this not shitty. Yes. So I don't know. I really I really don't know. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> I mm-hmm. guess I'm going to give the the fucked up like mom dad response. It's like I'm not upset. I'm just disappointed. Yeah, I I think that's a pretty good approach to take, though. Right. Mm-hmm. Because like when we settled into this group, which is like the final group on Aloha State, the thing that we said about them was like, it's really cool to have like a bunch of adults in the house. Yeah. And this is like the most, the most childish thing that's happened on this fucking show. Yeah. Which, um, I don't know. It feels very not Aloha State. Yeah. Like not Terrace House, I mean. Like, I mean, yes. I say that, but like at the end of Boys and Girls of the City, there was some fucked up shit that happened too. So, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. But, 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 um, to get a little bit in the weeds though, like there was that one scene in Boys and Girls in the City that apparently, like, it didn't air because apparently it was so hardcore. You know what I'm talking about with Natsumi? No. There's a scene there's a scene that it's heavily implied in Boys and Girls in the City where Natsumi flipped out so hard that like they didn't air it. What? And you just you just I will we'll get to it when we talk about that episode uh, on, on that podcast. But like that's the thing that happens. No way. I'm going to look ep- this up right yeah. when we finish. Anyway, should we go through winners and losers? Let's go. Everyone's a loser. That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> I think we can square very easy. I think actually this might be a pretty easy one. Yeah, this might be pretty easy, too. I think I think Sherry and Wes lose this week. Sherry and Wes are big losers. Big capital L losers. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. I don't I don't want to think badly of them, but yeah, it's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Even Wes, a loser. Um, yeah. Let's see. I think the only difficult one might be Mariko. God, that happened earlier. Yeah. Oh, I'm just thinking of like Chicago's husband thing feels like it happened like 20 years ago. <laughs> I'm so exhausted. <laughs> yeah. I was just reminded. Yeah. Mariko. Mariko, I think, man, I think she's a winner just because like she's kind of a victim in this situation. Yes. You know what I mean? I also think the way she asked out Wes was like maybe my favorite it was moment really of someone asking someone else out on Aloha it was, State. It was really cute and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good. So it, one um, good thing Cherry did was have that happen. So yeah. thanks, thanks, I guess. Mm. <laughs> I do I think um I think I have Chica as a winner this week. I think so too. She, she had a really hard conversation and handled it like a fucking adult. Yeah. And <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. It I I was like really impressed with the way that she was able to compartmentalize that part of her life and then still be able to like wrangle the troops to try and get them on Mariko's side later. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, she was a she was fucking mama bear. Yeah, she was she's in like a very tumultuous point in her life, but she took some time out to be like, to "Hey, Mariko. this is my roommate and yeah. she is having some problems." Yeah. That was really good. Yeah, Mark, yeah. Chicago's a big winner. Now, actually now that I say that out loud, that like even more solidifies Wes and Chica's uh, sorry, Wes and Sherry's losers for me mm-hmm. because like looking back on Aloha State, in what instances have either of those people really felt like they were helping out their housemates. Wes giving advice to Taishi, but like it was bad, I guess. I think that's it. Maybe. Sherry trying to defend Anna and Nikki, which seemed awesome at that point, but hindsight's 2020 and now that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. But I also think that those two things came from a Mm -hmm. point of like them wanting to better themselves. Yes. You know what I mean? Agreed. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was going to say. I think in the situation well i want I, let's get into this when we talk about like everything yeah in a couple episodes like when we're doing a recap because yeah. i have i have some thoughts about like if sherry turns out to be like really shitty if, like if that's what we learn in the next couple episodes it kind of reframes the way i think about her calling out taishi yeah in like a very major way honestly i think that's exactly what's gonna happen <laughs> yeah so who's left then taishi you know what taishi i think he wins right she's a winner yeah yeah, he he learned some shit about um about Chicago mm-hmm. and he cried, but he held in his tears until but he she held left. in his tears and it was a good cry mm-hmm. and things seem to be going OK with him. So, yeah. Yeah. And the only person left is Rio, who I think is very clearly a winner. Rio's great. Rio's a winner. Yeah. Rio, Rio, Rio makes me miss Mila. I hope she's OK. <laughs> I hope Mila's OK, too. Mila yeah. is hanging out by my office. Yeah. What the fuck? I don't know. I'm constantly terrified that I'm going to run into her. Is that everyone? That's everyone. That's everyone. Yeah. We made it. We made it. Um, I don't know how. <laughs> Should we say goodbye? Let's say goodbye. Okay. Hey, go to no script at all. Yeah. Dot com. Yeah. Uh, review the show if you like it. That'd be nice. If you don't like it, send us an email at no script at all at gmail.com. Yeah, let I us guess. know what we can let do. Let us know if you don't like it and why. Yeah, please. <laughs> like we're not being shitty like we actually do want constructive criticism mm-hmm. yeah we're artists we went to art school this is important mm-hmm. um <laughs> where's the facebook group yep it's uh you can find that at no script at all i think uh yeah just just go to facebook and type yeah no script at all the, or just go to no script at all.com and click on the facebook yeah, icon i think the uh it's also a twitter thing there yeah it's what we have a twitter Sorry, yeah. I'm like mentally so exhausted because of this episode. <laughs> yeah, me too. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Uh, my name is Brendan Bigley. You can find me on the internet at Brendan Bigley. My name is Andrew Caperti. You can find me on the internet at Irie Smile. Aloha. Aloha. It's the saddest aloha. <laughs> Ohana means family. Free.